the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is 95X WXRO Beaverdam. Streaming live on DailyDodge.com, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Guess what time it is? Well, what time is it? Secret junk food time. Junk food. Look at all the junk food. Ooh, is that what they're serving for breakfast? Bring junk food. I don't eat junk food. It's National Junk Food Day. Have you ever considered not eating that for breakfast? No junk food. I'll never eat junk food again. I swear. Happy National Junk Food Day. Let's start the show. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Wouldn't it be great if they could make junk food that's good for you? I mean, how difficult is it to add vitamin D, vitamin C, thiamine, you know, the stuff that you need for a healthy diet? How difficult would it be to add to junk food? So you could eat your bag of Doritos knowing that you're getting all of the balanced vitamins you need. I gotta believe it's not that difficult. Come on, we can send people up in space. We can create healthy junk food, but then we wouldn't be calling it junk food anymore. We have to call it something else. Hey, anyways, welcome on in, everybody. It is Thursday, the 21st, the 7th of the 22. This is the 95X Morning Show. And by golly, we're glad that you have stopped in. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. There is a COVID vaccination clinic taking place today from 12 until 5 at First Lutheran Church, Mackey Street in Beaverdam. It is a free event. No insurance necessary. Walk-in event. Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, bring a photo ID, bring your CDC card for the second dose of your booster. It's all taking place today, and it's free. COVID vaccination day, First Lutheran Church in Beaver Dam. So for those of you that have not been vaxxed or boosted, and you need to take care of that business, things are not getting better. Yeah, wish they were. But anyways, you can take care of that business today, again, from 12 until 5 over at First Lutheran on Mackey Street. We'll get to your South Central Wisconsin weather forecast, plus more coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 94. You know, I remember back when uh, the song was done, I think originally it was done by Merrily Rush, but then my version that I'll always remember, Angel in the Morning, was done by Juice Newton, which would have been early 80s or so. It just goes, you know, based on time frame. I'm just glad that, you know, Shaggy was smart enough to take a song like that. And redo it in his own reggae style. You know, it's a song that's good enough song to sing. I'm waiting for some heavy metal group to grab a hold of a song like that and do it. That would be a pretty cool thing to do as well. It's going to be a hot, muggy day. Uh, Next couple of days is going to be pretty warm. In fact, if you've been watching the news lately, that has been the lead story on most of the networks about this oppressive heat wave. And um, it's what everybody's been talking about on a national level. You know, you got always, you got the wildfire problems out to the west of us. And then they're talking about, I think, uh, like, is it like seven to nine days in a row of temperatures that are expected like in the 90s over on the East Coast and the New York City area. I'm sure that that's going to cause some flight delays for people that are doing some traveling. Flight delays have been a huge story in the travel industry this year. 
Speaking of those folks. Hey, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we are going to update you on everything that is local. Get you all the local news that you could possibly handle as we'll go live to the Daily Dodge News Center. And then later on in the hour, of course, Jennifer's going to be here, and we will talk about those uh, those very warm and those sticky conditions that are going to be plaguing most of us. You know, when it gets warm outside, when it gets really hot, it's kind of different. It's weird, because in Wisconsin, we get both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the extreme cold where... Maybe people don't want to venture outside because they're afraid of their car breaking down and being stuck out in the cold, which I completely get. Same. Right. And then you get the other side of the coin where it gets really, really hot and people don't want to be out because they're afraid that if their car breaks down, they're going to end up dehydrating and dying because of the heat. Yeah. The one thing that's different between the hot and the cold is the hot time of the year... I think, is the best time to let the experts at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly do all the cooking for you. It is kind of nice, especially if you don't want to heat up the house. Right. I mean, you can you can walk into Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly and seriously walk out with a complete meal. Yeah. That's ready to go. Requires no work. No work Literally at all. Plate it, need it. Nothing. Start off with one of those rotisserie chickens, right? Mm-hmm. Grab one of those puppies, shuffle your feet down a couple of inches to the deli. Think about all the different coleslaws and potato salads and pasta salads and all the other side dishes that can go along with that. And if you're really feeling like building something, might we suggest you swing on by for the lunchtime and build yourself a great salad in that salad bar. Yeah, that is always a nice lunch option. Now, for those of you that are saying, it's going to be hot, but I don't mind venturing out to my grill. Well, There's a lot more options. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more options when you talk about Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, because we're talking about options like pub burgers and marinated chicken breasts and seafood of every shape and size that you can imagine. All fresh. Fresh. And what would a hot experience be without something cool and refreshing to cool you down? Well, I'll tell you what, you get hot, you get sticky, walk in the beer cooler, mm-hmm. and then gaze upon all the different craft beers that Daryl's got all lined up ready for you to enjoy. Maybe grab some of those uh, ready-to-drink cocktails. I love the fact that they've got the freezer right there, that you can grab the dailies or whatever varieties that they have, and literally just take them out, let them thaw for a little bit, and you got yourself margaritas, daiquiris, whatever you can think of. And everything is always at the lowest price possible. Hey, it's what a convenience is all about, right? It's what Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly started a long time ago with something called their fresh cut fruit. A lot of people said, what? You're cutting up fruit? Why would why, anybody, can, anybody can cut up fruit? That's true. Anybody can. But does everybody have the chance or the time to do it? Right. It's a lot easier when somebody else does it for you. Not everybody wants to deal with the mess and everything that goes along with it. Right. Plus, like I say, this time of the year, spend your energy doing something you enjoy. Let them take care of everything else. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, best prices, the best selection, the best customer service. You best go. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. 
where your new career awaits you and buy Amerigas. It's the morning show. They're so funny. Love you guys. On 95X. We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center to get this local news update now. The News Ninja Justin Wilski is here with a look. There was a debate last night at the Beaverdam Veterans Center in the contested race for Dodge County Sheriff. Before a packed house, incumbent Sheriff Dale Schmidt and challenger Mark Kolker, a 24-year law enforcement veteran, fielded questions from the media, each other, and the community. Topics range from school safety, crisis intervention training, and the sheriff's role in reducing recidivism rates. The primary election is on August 9th, and barring a write-in vote will determine who the next Dodge County Sheriff will be. Audio and video of last night's debate is available at DailyDodge.com. Fond du Lac County prosecutors have charged two men who allegedly made a homemade bomb that exploded in a residential mailbox. According to the criminal complaint, 24-year-old Elliot Schneider of Sparta made the bomb and placed it at the Dottie Street home in the city of Fond du Lac in 2016 because someone there, quote, ripped him off for $1,200. Schneider and the other person implicated, 23-year-old Jonas Johnson of Fond du Lac, were seen running from the area after the explosion. A $30,000 signature bond was set for Schneider during his initial appearance in court. Johnson had cash bonds set at $100,000. And finally, the state's Department of Transportation is reminding motorists that portions of the eastbound and westbound lanes of Highway 23 in Fond du Lac will be closed for five days starting today. The closure will specifically impact the northbound Interstate 41 off-ramp and the mall entrance. This will allow crews to pave concrete at the Highway 23 or Johnson Street and Pioneer Road intersection. Closure will be from 5 a.m. Thursday through midnight next Tuesday. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. You put you put it in their heads now, and I don't need the hassle. Uh-oh. No, folks, do not put me down as a write-in candidate for <laughs> sheriff. Uh, I appreciate that probably a lot of you think that I could maybe do a good job in that area, but I'm not interested. I just, just want to put that out there right now. Yeah, and I know it's uh, technically a nonpartisan position because you have to support everybody regardless mm-hmm. of the political leadings, but you would have to run as a Democrat since... Uh, You'd want to be facing the Republican, which both of these candidates are. Could I run as an independent? You could also do that as well. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, my my view on things is more independent than it is. I mean, it might lean one way more right. than the other, but there are definitely things that I've taken over the years, over my many, many years on this planet, from both sides of the aisle, mm-hmm. which is something that apparently is no longer cool to do anymore. <laughs> Um, no, no, you got to be either far left or far right. Right, Don't straddle that line right. at all. Yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't be normal anymore. You got to be radical one way or the other. I love how, I love how the uh, parties on their commercials that they're airing right now. They talk about the radicals, mm-hmm. the radicals, and I'm like, there's radicals on both sides. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of radicals out there, let me tell you. It almost makes me think back to those old commercials they did for sports where they would say, be a fan, not a fanatic. Yes. It's kind of the same thing. It kind of is the same thing. I got to believe that, you know, we were talking about, you know, the sheriff's office, and I got to believe that one of the toughest jobs that anybody could do would be a 911 dispatcher. Oh, yeah. You know, the pressure that comes with that. Um, I can only imagine that you might struggle with, like, if you've told somebody to do something and it was not the right thing to do. A woman in Canada 
named Angela Chalmers woke up on Monday and found an intruder had broken into her house and was sleeping on her sofa. Naturally, she ran upstairs, called 911. But she says the dispatcher was not helpful. (laughs) They told her that police were really busy right now and asked her if she could just go downstairs and try to wake the intruder up by herself. (laughs) You heard right. It's unclear what the operator expected her to do after that, but Angela refused. The police arrived 20 minutes later, woke the man up. He became aggressive, and it took four cops to drag him out of the house. The police say they are providing feedback to the dispatcher who handled the call. Feedback? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find it hard to believe that in any training that this individual went through as a 911 dispatcher, I, hard, I find it hard to believe that the answer to the problem ever was, go wake up the intruder on your couch. Yeah, I don't think that was ever the case. I think I, that's 100% against what they would suggest you do. I know, like, I've never been a 911 dispatcher at all, but uh, there was a point in time where I worked for doing relay for the deaf, and there were times where we would have to meet, uh, be an intermediate between the deaf individual and a 911 call. Oh. So you don't feel as much of the pressure because you're not having to dispatch things, but you are feeling the emotional impact between the two. And... You know, I you know that's very stressful, and it, a lot of times people after that would need to take a fifteen twenty minute break to kind of calm down and get back in the right mindset. So the casualness of, well, just go wake him up and tell him to go home. Like, really? I uh, I knew somebody um, many years ago that this actually happened to, and the kids got up for Saturday morning cartoons or whatever, went downstairs, and mommy, there's a man on the couch. And he was uh, inebriated and uh, went into the wrong home. Right. Um, And that's a scary thing. Yeah, I mean, and you kind of expect somebody like that to potentially wake up angry and violent because in their mindset, they went to bed in their own house. Right. So, Well, there there was a, you know, in, in relation to this story today, there was another story, this one out of Great Britain... And very, very similar kind of thing. A drunk British guy returned to his hotel after a long night of drinking and staged a one-man protest because they would not allow him inside the building. Now, your first thought is, well, is this guy too drunk that they were afraid? Was he destroying property? No. He kept on being belligerent, saying, you know, you have no right. I booked this room, blah, da 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 Finally, they looked at him and they said, you're not welcome here because you're not staying here. So the man protested by going outside and laying on the sidewalk in front in the front door. They called police. And I got to say, police were pretty calm about the whole thing. They talked to the man and they said, well, you realize you're at the wrong hotel. Oh, they didn't arrest him, though. They just escorted him to the right hotel. I guess that was kind of a nice thing to do by the police. Yeah. Escort him to the correct hotel. It happened to me. Not exactly like that, but um, my first day in Minneapolis. My first day of living at Apathy House. Right. With 10 or 11 other guys. <laughs> and uh, after I got all settled into my room, the guys came and knocked on my door and said, Hey, why don't you come on out and have a couple of beers with us? We're going to watch some football. 
So I sat around this room with all these guys drinking beer, having a good time, and getting to know everybody. And then they're like, hey, Rick, we're taking you out tonight. We're going to take you to a little hot spot that we always go to called the, I don't remember what the name of the place was. Um, they're like, make really good drinks. Well, I found out what their idea of really good drinks were. <laughs> uh, 99% alcohol can alcohol and 1% a squirt of soda. Right. And for some reason, I never had to open my wallet up because the guys from the house kept on buying. Well, that was nice of them. Oh, wasn't good for me, though. <laughs> uh, needless to say, when they, I, I had to go home. I'm like, guys, I, I got to go home. I'm like, we'll take you home and drop you off. So they take me home. Now, remember, I just moved into this place. Right. And they open up the door of the van, and I get out, and they're laughing as I walk up to the front door. And I'm fumbling with my brand new key trying to get the door. And they, they're laughing. And after about 15 seconds, they're like, hey, Rick, just so you know, our house is across the street. <laughs> yeah. Nice. At the wrong house. Thanks, guys. That's the way. That's what what friends are all about, right? right? That's, that's a great introduction. Are, that's what friends are all about. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Mostly sunny skies here for today, with a high into the upper 80s. Winds out of the west around 5 to 15 miles per hour. Then for tonight, mostly clear skies, a low near 60. By Friday, a slight chance for showers and thunderstorms here late. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops a high around 87. Saturday, chance for rain and storms late, a high around 90. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicicki and your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 63. All Tires proudly supports their community. Interesting. Interesting. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the morning trifecta from 95X. All right, here comes your morning trifecta from uh, 95X, brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, also in Johnson Creek. Senate Democrats on Wednesday signaled an eagerness to swiftly vote on legislation. That would protect same-sex marriage, offering an early window into the party's plans to solidify individual rights after the whole Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. The shifting terrain with several Senate Republicans voicing support for the legislation a day after the House passed a similar bill with the support of 47 Republicans. Came as a surprise to members of both parties and seemed to offer a rare pocket of bipartisan support in a political arena that has been polarized on things. It also marks a shift for many in a party that has gone from staunch opponents to same-sex marriage in the early 2000s to indifference when it became law in 2015 and now outright supporters. I think it's important, said Rob Portman, a Republican from Ohio who is retiring at the end of his term. In March of 2013, Portman announced he supported same-sex marriage, a surprise decision that he reached two years after his son came out and told him he was gay. He said, I think it's the right policy. I think it's an important message to send. I've been told by some of my Republican colleagues this morning, it's just a message, Bill. I said, but it's an important message. Senator Tom Phyllis of uh, North Carolina and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska also indicated they would most likely support the legislation, which is already co-sponsored by Senator Su- Susan Collins of Maine. 
So just need to get uh, the 60 votes, right? Got a few more to go, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be maybe that difficult. Here's the idea. Let's not throw a bunch of crap on it. Let's just keep it what it is, which is protecting people. It's all at the end of the day we need, right? Don't need to throw a lot of other stuff on there. Let's just protect people. Because that's what people in Congress are supposed to do. I got to re-remind them of that every once in a while. A woman forgot to declare one half of a Subway sandwich after flying home to Australia and now has to pay a $2,000 fine. Yikes. Jessica Lee took to TikTok to describe what she calls the most expensive sandwich ever. Um, The 19-year-old content creator was jet-lagged on a layover in Singapore following a vacation in Greece. She purchased a 12-inch sub sandwich. She ate half of it. Put the other half in her purse. Thought, well, I'll eat it once I'm on my flight. Well, she didn't. And after she filled out her declaration card saying that she brought in no imported plant or animal products, she went through clearance. That's when they found in her purse the sandwich. They said, sorry, but that we you can't do that. She got a fine of $1,844. She shared a video discussing the ordeal in hopes that others would avoid such a penalty. By the way, her video has already been viewed 1.3 million times. An expensive sandwich. And how about this? An installation art company called Meta announced on Tuesday that they are suing another Meta. I'm talking about Meta, or Facebook as we know it. And it's all because of trademark violation, alleging that Zuckerberg's name change violated the smaller company's established brand. Much of the case hinges on Facebook's primary, uh, many privacy scandals, which Meta, the other Meta, argues makes it impossible to share the name. Meta can no longer provide goods and services under the Meta mark because consumers are likely to mistakenly believe that Meta's goods and services are emanating from Facebook. And now Meta is associated with the toxicity that is obviously linked with Facebook. They got a case here. I'll bet they got a case here. Zuckerberg, you better get your checkbook out because you're going to be writing yourself one big check. That is a look at your morning trifecta. Again, brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. This day, 1993, guess what song was number one? An Elvis song. You heard right, an Elvis song was number one on this day in 1993. Well, it was an Elvis song that was re-recorded. In fact, a Swedish pop group called the A-Teens re-recorded it. And then another group re-recorded it. In fact, we're going to play their version of it right now. In fact, the group in question, along with the band Madness hold the record for the most weeks spent by a group in the U.K. in the singles charts in the 80s. That's right. Both of these bands, Madness and UB40, spent more weeks number one in the U.K. in the 80s than any other group. Do you remember the Elvis song redone by UB40? It's our kick in the classic. It's the Department of Veterans Affairs. With 95X. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. It's just fun to listen to. Today's best music, 95X. All 
right, let's talk a little weather this morning. Our weather is being brought to you by Menards. Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. I know they've got a big deal going on this weekend. Uh, Thomas is going to be out there for an hour or so about a, a big sale that they got going on coming up at Menards on uh, on Saturday. I know he'll be out there Saturday morning. Uh, Jennifer joining us now to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, hello. Oh, boy. Uh, steamy. Hot and sticky. A lot of people um, really dealing with the heat. And I know that as a meteorologist that covers a lot of stations, you're probably talking, just about everybody you're talking to, you're talking about heat and humidity, aren't you? Oh, that's been the story. That's basically just been the story. Yeah. Uh, I know that they're bracing themselves and have been out on the East Coast. Of course, we already know what's happening out West with all the fires and wildfires and all that kind of stuff. But... By gully, uh, it is definitely feeling like July right now, isn't it? It really is, yeah. And I think, you know, that it's not uncommon to, to be like this, especially at this point of the year. But it's just every time we get to this point, it's just I feel like for most people it's pretty uncomfortable. So um, essentially that's going to be the story here for the next few days ahead. Today, sunny skies, highs into the upper 80s. We should be in the low 80s instead. Still been on the muggy side at times, and then for tonight, mostly clear, low near 60. Fear Friday, we'll have a slight chance for showers and storms in the late afternoon hours. Otherwise, sunny skies for most of the day. Then we'll see a blend of clouds and sunshine through the afternoon hours. High around about 87 degrees, 90 to start off the weekend Saturday. Sunny to start, then a blend of clouds and sunshine develops. Chance for showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. It does look like a better chance here in the evening Saturday night. Sunday, we do have a slight chance for showers here with cloudy skies, high of 80 degrees. So a 10-degree drop in temperatures already as a cold front comes in, hopefully pushing out a lot of that humidity as well. And then on Monday, even cooler, mostly sunny, high around 78. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Jeez, we go from uh, those really hot conditions to 78 degrees, which is going to... I know. Doesn't that feel like, when I see it, I feel like, oh my gosh, that's like fall. I it mean, does. it's still yeah. hot, but yeah. like... <laughs> you know, you're right. I mean, it, it, 12 degrees. I mean, that's what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. But typically, when we go from hot like that to 78 degrees, that usually means that there's probably going to be a drop in the humidity as well. Right, that, and that's what I was saying. So hopefully by Monday, we'll see that 10-degree drop from uh, Sunday, or excuse me, uh, Saturday to Sunday, we'll see that 10-degree drop, 90 to 80, um, with a cold front coming in, and still those chances for showers and storms. And then Monday, you know, lingering in the upper 70s. We should be in the low 80s, so it's not going to be really far from, you know, average. Right. Let me ask you a question as a consumer. Okay. Do you think there should be warning labels on cigarettes? Sure. Do you think there should be warning labels on candy bars? Mm. No. So in a study, researchers from Cambridge University found that when they put warning messages, like graphic images, about the risks of heart disease, obesity, and candy and cancer on candy bars, 70% of study participants chose a piece of fruit instead. Only 40% chose fruit when the candy bars had no warning labels. Apparently, some of the labels were pretty graphic, including images of open-heart surgery. Others had nothing to do with health issues, but showed other disturbing images like a dead dog on the side of the road. Researchers, which I don't understand that one, researchers found that the gruesome images, regardless of what they were, led people to reject the candy. Um, I don't know that I am a, um, I don't know that I'm a, a, a opponent or a proponent, I should say, of warning labels on candy, because then you should also have warning labels 
on Doritos and, and one, anything. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can choose just about anything and say slap a warning label on it. Should we have a warning label on the meat case when somebody goes shopping for meat because too much of that can cause heart disease? Mhm. Yeah, I I don't know. These warning label things I think it's a good it's a good idea to educate people about making healthy choices. But man, I don't know if I'm a fan of the the warning labels. I mean, I think the better study would be, you know, put smokers in a room and show them these graphic images and then see if that, you know, on, you know, cigarette cases or whatever, um, packs, and see if that changes what how they feel about it. And I get it that it's, you know, my parents are smokers. It's an addictive thing. Um, so, and they've tried quitting several times <laughs> to, uh, to no avail, though. Right. Um, and they know that it's bad, but generally, like, you know, once you see it, it's a little bit different. I agree. Um, and, and right now, we know that inactivity, above anything else, is the new smoking. I mean, you hear doctors saying it constantly now, how obesity has become such a major issue here in the United States. But it's not just food. It's also sitting around and not moving. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. are, and, and you know as well as anybody, the great benefits, the great health benefits that a person gets when they just move around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so uh, obviously people are probably less prone to move around when it's 90 or 95 degrees, uh, oh, which, I know. <laughs> which I understand. Um, and I'm and I'm completely the opposite. Uh, when it's that hot outside, I don't mind working out outside. Gross. I, um, because you know what? And that's exactly why. Because I'm going to be gross anyways. I'm either going to be gross whether it's hot or whether it's not hot. Because when I get done with a three-mile run, I'm going to be sweaty and gross. So, might as well... I feel like there's a different level of, like, sweating gross, like, <laughs> running in the fall, and then, like, running in the, you know, basically swampy humidity. There's, a, there's a different level of stink. Different level of gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> true. <laughs> I love it, like, like, like when you told us the other day, when you told your husband he stinks, go take a shower. It was ripe. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Jennifer, (laughs) next time we get together, we'll play some games. We'll have some fun. We'll do some five random facts. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Uh, Yeah, she told us, in case you missed it, she told us that when her husband, Mike, has been like out golfing on a hot day or whatever, she's like, you're ripe. Get away from me. Go take a shower. Which, yeah, I think a lot of people probably can respect. The Beaver Dam High School football team ramps up their off-season contact days today with a dual workout in West Bend against West Bend East. Here's Golden Beaver head coach Brock Lindy. Yeah, just a chance to get out of Beaver Dam and to compete against somebody else. Uh, I I know our kids love each other, and sometimes uh, it's tough to compete against the same kids every day and, um, and to look at the same people every single day, so it's why we scrimmage. You know, after the first couple weeks of camp in August, and we just thought, uh, since we scrimmaged West Bend East already, it makes sense to get together in, in July, and and then just chance to get out and compete and, and uh, run some of our base stuff. And Beaver Dam and the rest of high school football teams in the Badger State can start practice on August 2nd. The Golden Beavers will host Monroe in their season opener August 19th. You can watch that game on Daily Dodge TV. The Beaver Dam Post 146 White Construction American Legion Baseball Team is hosting a Wisconsin AA Regional this weekend at the BDHS Diamond. Post 146's first game is going to be Friday night at 5.30. 
Now before that game, host 146 team manager Jeff Everly says they're going to honor the program's first state championship on their 40th anniversary. This Friday night we are going to be celebrating the 40th anniversary. Uh, we're trying to bring all the, the team members back and Coach Joel Loisel is coming back. It's the 40th uh, anniversary for the um, very first American Legion baseball state title that Beaverdam has had. And I think we've had eight cents. It should be a nice celebration, and we're going to do that about 5.15 on Friday night. Five teams, including Beaver Dam, will be at the regional games begin at 12.30 Friday afternoon and run through Sunday or Monday, depending on how the bracket shakes out. You can take a look at the brackets and hear a full interview with Jeff Eberly on the sports tab at DailyDodge.com. Wapana well, is hosting a single-A American Legion Regional this weekend, starting on Friday. Post 210 has won five in a row heading into the postseason. And Coach Derek Stanke tells DailyDodge.com that he likes how his team has matured during the Legion season. We're starting to grow up a little bit. We we were really young in high school. Uh, most of them guys are back now playing some a lot of innings in Legion ball. And I think that's been the biggest difference is uh, the confidence with the hitting. And, and um, you know, we, we got a couple super seniors back, as I call them, and they've kind of helped out. They know how to win, and, and those younger guys are grasping onto that. Wapon will open up regional play against Horica on Friday night. The first pitch at Gus Thompson Field is set for 6.30. You can hear a full interview with Derek Stankey on the sports tab at DailyDodge.com. The Brewers take another day off today before kicking off their post-All-Star break schedule with a three-game weekend series with Colorado at American Family Field. Game one set for Friday night at 14.30 WBEV. Packers have signed second-round pick Christian Watson to a multi-year contract. Watson was the last of the Packers' 2022 draft class to reach a deal with the team. Training camp opens July 27th. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. All right, we are going to get entertaining with you folks. Well, we're going to attempt. Entertainment news today brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. By the way, a uh, big shout-out to everyone that made the trek over to Fall River yesterday to Metalcraft. It was great to have such a fantastic turnout yesterday. So good. And it was nice to meet their staff, and it was nice to have smiling faces come out and uh, enjoy a great Johnsonville brat. So we had a very, very nice time yesterday at Metalcraft to Fall River. Good. That sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so... Yes. Pl- plenty to talk about in the world of entertainment today. Okay. There's a lot to go over. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, there's a lot. I I, I actually dropped a couple stories. Because what I originally had put together mm-hmm. was pages worth. And I'm like, what can I eliminate? And I'm sorry to say that Kristen Cavallari and, Co- and Khloe Kardashian did not make the cut today. Oh, I'm sure everyone's going to be so sad. You're kind of bummed about that. I can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are some of them out there that are just exhausting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the ones that we don't hear about quite as much, um, Alana Thompson, better known as Honey Boo Boo. You probably oh, yeah. recognize that yeah, name. yeah. yeah is working her way toward a healthier version of herself by gearing up for a weight loss procedure. Now, 
I take issue with this a little bit. I, I she's only she's not even seventeen yet. I know, I know. Um, there are always going to be arguments for and against something like gastric bypass, and I do know people that have undergone it. And while it can be a successful quick fix, the one thing I always worry about is psychologically, if you are going to, if, if you're ready for it psychologically, because it comes with a big, big change in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to change your lifestyle and go back to your old ways, it's yeah. bad. <clears throat> well, that's just it is um, you have to be prepared in all aspects to be a to live a different life right um, now this does say oh, first of all she's getting the um, sleeve right excuse me sorry about that um, it's gonna cost about thirteen thousand dollars but she's gonna get it right after her 17th birthday so in late August ish right is when it's planned for She's currently 275 pounds and wants to get down to 150. She apparently has been trying to live a healthier life, um, doing diets and increasing her exercise over the past year, but she hasn't gotten the results that she hoped that she was going to. Right. And so this is what is happening. She is worried that she's put on genetic weight. That's, and if you've seen her mother, yes, um, there is definitely genetic weight. Or her whole family. Correct. I mean, her sisters, too. Right. Yeah. So I hope, I hope that it's successful for her. Right. I just, it's, it makes me sad that someone so young um, is doing such a serious procedure like that. Right. Because that's no small, that's I, no small thing. It, but young might be... Better. Well... I, I know somebody that works in a hospital setting, mm-hmm. and he told me about a family that came in that was involved in an accident, and there were two boys around 12 and 13 years old that were over 400 pounds. Mm. And when you hear that, you're like, how does that get that far out of control? You know? I mean, there are a lot of reasons. Right. There are. There are. And that's why we're not, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, right. you know, with her situation, I, if, if she comes from a family that is heavy, yeah, it's going to be a lot more difficult for her to get to the place that she wants to probably without help. Well, in <clears throat> the people around her, it doesn't sound like are planning the same kind of changes. So that's going to be challenging. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Um, because she's going to be going through these major transformations and they're still going to be living the same way. Let me ask this, though. Do you think that this could be a situation where she kind of casts off that then and says, you know, Maybe. like, I'm 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 I am done with dealing with this kind of lifestyle. This is me now. I hope so. Right. I mean, I hope for her sake that that'll be the case. And I think this situation, too, just just um, bothers me a bit, just simply because we've watched this poor girl from a very young age right. just be cast into the, you know, at the time that they put her out there for everyone to see, 
she was too young to make those decisions for herself. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, it was, it was, I mean, if you watched the show ever, there were a lot of very toxic elements to it. And I think that's why it bothers me probably more. Right. Well, obviously, there was so much enabling. And there's so many. Yeah, and, and I don't think she has much of a relationship with her mom. She's being so. raised by one of her sisters. Right. And, so. and her her and her boyfriend are going through this together. Fiance. Oh, fiance at 16. Yes. Well, and I think there are addiction issues, too. I mean, her mom, the food stuff, but drugs. Yeah, there was drugs involved. I mean, involved, she, yeah. you know, so there are definitely those aspects swirling, right. too. So, yeah, we'll see. Good luck to her. I hope it works out. Right. Uh, Linda Evangelista. Oof. You want to talk about trying to lose weight? The, the quote, easy way? Oh. Yeah, she learned a hard lesson, didn't oh, she? Oh, my God. So she's... Um, she had ventured into a legal battle. I haven't seen pictures. I've wanted to look up pictures yeah. of this situation. So she did a cool sculpting procedure. I don't know if, how many people out there have heard of that. Yeah. But it left her very disfigured. Um, she is coming back out, I guess. I, I read something the other day about, like, she's coming back out into the spotlight, whereas she had hidden, like, mm-hmm. literally hidden for years because of what this did to her her body. Um, she said that uh, the reps from Cool Sculpting did not immediately respond to her claims. Um, she had first shared her story on Instagram in September, and the allegations were that cool sculpting, which is a popular FDA-cleared fat freezing procedure, it's been promoted as non-invasive alternative to liposuction, mm-hmm. um, that it left her permanently deformed and brutally disfigured. She did sue them. Uh, the company is Zeltic Aesthetics yeah. for $50 million in damages, uh, alleging that she's been un- unable to work since undergoing seven sessions of cool, school, cool sculpting. Not easy to say. Well, this is, this is a before and after picture. Oh, yeah. She looks a lot different there. Yeah. But you can't see, like, her, her body. Right. I mean, they sh- I, I saw... Th- yeah, they, they showed... Like under her arms and stuff like that, where there's, it, it's like it took. If the best way I think to describe it, based on the pictures, is that it took her fat cells from one area and shoved them into like all into one area, all a different into area, one yeah. area, yeah, yeah. So like perhaps what was in her stomach area is now like. A big clump under her arm, right? So something like that. Scientifically, the way cold sculpting works is it freezes the area in a way where fat cells cannot grow there anymore, um, which means any weight you put on has to go somewhere else. Yeah, and it's just, so it's not. It's not. Yeah. And again, it's a quick fix. And mm-hmm. ooh, look at how this works. Um, careful. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Careful. Careful. Miles Teller's wife, Keely Sperry, prefers her man clean-shaven, and I do not blame her. That cheesy stash ugh, that he had in Top Gun. No, thank you. There is a trend going on right now with mustaches, and I don't... With young people. Really? Why? I don't know why. 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'm so glad my son can't. Well, he can kill me. <laughs> he, okay. He, he's, he's young. He's 19. Well, not, not just 19, but he, genetically, he maybe cannot grow hair. No, he will. I know he will. It's coming. Because uh, genetically, he has the genes there to do right. it. Um, and you can start to see a little bit coming in on his lip. But if he were at the point in his life where he was growing full-on facial hair, I know he would do this mustache thing, and it would... Ugh. It would drive you crazy. Yeah. yeah. Not, not a fan of the stashes there? No, no. I don't know why. They just... Well, okay, like I said the other day, certain people, Tom Selleck, like, mm-hmm. I didn't like him without a mustache. Like, there are just certain people that look really good with one. A lot of people don't. <laughs> I I had one for a good portion of my life, and when I shaved it off, um, my kids and my wife at first were like they didn't like it, and then within about two days they're like, yeah, okay, I got used to it now. Well, and you do get used to it, and then it becomes a situation where when you do shave it off, your face looks different different right it's yeah. like all of a sudden you have this all this space of skin right that you didn't realize yep. was there before anyway his wife made him shave his immediately after filming because she <laughs> did not like it She's at not all. a fan not a fan no 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 <clears throat> um halloween is reaching its conclusion on tuesday universal pictures debuted the first trailer for halloween ends the third and final installment in the sequel trilogy that continued the story of the 1978 horror classic the new movie follows 2018's halloween and 2021's halloween kills in the trailer jamie lee curtis's Lori strode points a gun at michael myers she's heard saying come on let's go and then the teaser cuts to him slamming her on a table. <laughs> I think the only way to get rid of Michael Myers or Freddy, I'm, I, I'm sorry, or Jason, is to literally launch them into orbit. There is no other way to 100% guarantee that they are gone. You can start them on fire. You can shoot them. You can hang them. They actually did a Jason X movie where they took Jason to space. And launched him into space, and he still survived. Really? So, I don't think that's even going to do it. You better shoot for the sun. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I just I'd angle him for the sun. Jason's the goalie mask one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Friday the 13th guy. Okay. <clears throat> Shania Twain reveals in her upcoming Netflix documentary, Not Just a Girl, just how much her divorce from her adulterous ex-husband, Robert Mutt Lang, impacted her. I yeah. think I'm going to watch this. I'm curious. Quote, it was similarly intense to losing my parents, she said in a trailer released yesterday. I thought I had lost my voice forever. I thought that was it. Um, wait. Oh, he's 73. Yeah. I thought this was saying she's 73. No. I was like, what? No. <laughs> um, but re- you might remember that she, Shania, ended up marrying the husband of the woman that Shania's husband at the time was messing around with. Right. It was like trading places. <laughs> yes, yeah. trading spouses, right. basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, she was the... The woman in question was like the personal assistant to her. Yes. And all of a sudden, she started carousing around with Mutt Lang, and Shania was devastated and 
through the whole thing. So was this woman's husband. Yep. And they started kind of leaning on each other. They leaned on each other. And then all of a sudden, wow, what just happened? We fell in love. They've been married now uh, for 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. Since 2011. Mm -hmm. So congratulations. Way to go, Shania. She found happiness. Yeah. I don't know what Mutt Lang was thinking. What? You think? That's one of those where you scratch your head, like just like what just like well, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the uh, and the housekeeper. I mean, oh, you had Maria yeah. Shriver, right? Yeah, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, right? Aesthetically, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that is mean to be clear. Not trying to be mean, but I'm going to be mean, right? So hang on. Sorry, here. I mean, I've Sorry. been there. I've seen somebody scrub tiles before and go, "Wow, that's that's nice." Right? <laughs> yeah. Alicia Silverstone oh, God. has some unique ideas on parenting. Oh God. Some might even say a little crazy. Um, she and her 11-year-old son Bear still sleep together. She also admitted that she rarely used diapers when she potty trained him. She just watched for his cues that he had to go. She called the process elimination communication. She said, there was a period of time where I was watching him naked and watching the cues. The cues part for me was really funny because I thought that he was flirting with me because he would do this little smile. That's when he had to pee. Two years ago when Bear was nine, she admitted he was, she was still taking baths with him. She also breastfed him longer than is typical, has never had him vaccinated for anything, and doesn't give, give him over-the-counter medications. And the, there was also a video from a decade ago where she was pre-chewing his food, then feeding him directly from her mouth. A kid is going to need so much therapy. Unbelievable. He looks exactly like her. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen pictures, but Un- he looks so much like her. How do you develop a normal relationship with somebody after that? Uh, that's just it. I don't know. Like, or you, you know, you get married and, oh, my mother in law's coming over, honey, so make room in the bed. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Talk about mommy issues. It's different. If you want an A-list actor in your TV series, get ready to pay up. Here's a list of actors who get paid $1 million per episode. Jason Sudeikis on, Ten Le- on Ted Lasso. Yep. Sylvester Stallone on Tulsa King. Paul Rudd on The Shrink Next Door. Will Ferrell on The Shrink Next Door. Helen Mirren on 1923. Harrison Ford on 1923. Michael Keaton on Dope Sick. Elizabeth Moss on The Shining Girls. Mahershala Ali on the pilot and Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, seriously, you know, they'll they'll do it. Yeah, but you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Cuomo, who was fired from CNN last year, will return with a new podcast and a digitally streamed show. I mean, we probably could have all guessed that was coming, right? Uh, source tells the New York Post he's loaded, so he'll do it right, and he's doing this not to make money. It is to get his voice back out there. Dick Vitale was given the Jimmy V Award per, for Perseverance last night at the ESPYs. Dick is 83 and has been with ESPN since 1979. He did the introduction 30 years ago when Jimmy V gave his unforgettably courageous don't give up, don't ever give up speech. Dick recently had his own battle with cancer. Here's what he said during his 20-minute speech. The very first ESPYs. I stood here and I introduced my buddy Jimmy V. So many times I laid in a hospital, 
I hear Jimmy's words in my head. Don't give up, man. Don't give up. I close by simply saying, keep chasing your dreams. Keep chasing your goals. And to me, all of you in this room are special winners in the game of life and what you've done to pursue your goals. And remember, perseverance plus passion plus pride equals win in the game of life. God bless. Thank you. I think back to that uh, Jimmy V speech. I can't watch it. I still can't watch it. Every time I watch that speech, I just, boom, waterworks like crazy. Every time I watch that speech. You're all teared up right now. Yeah, jeez. See it in your eyes. Well, I'll round out with this that'll brighten your day because it'll probably make you chuckle. A professional soccer player in Argentina had to be carted off the field after being hit in the face with a fish. Leandro Fernandez, who's a forward, fell to the ground after being hit. The fish was apparently thrown by a fan of the opposing team. Biggest, (laughs) biggest flop you will see all day is the flop in soccer. I'm sorry, soccer floppers are the worst. They are the worst. I don't know what it's like in high school soccer. Not that bad. Oh, my God. Not like professional. And the professional men are way worse than the women. Oh, absolutely. You don't really see it with the women. No. It's the men. Women are not floppers. Men are floppers. I mean, men being dramatic, not shocking. Right. (laughs) But you got to see this video. He kicks the ball and he's running. Oh, there's a video of it? Yeah. And a fish, (laughs) a, a, a skinny fish comes out of the outside. And it looks like, it literally looks like it grazes him. It grazes him. And for a half a second, he looks to see what just happened, and he sees the fish on the ground, and he immediately grabs his face and falls to the ground. Are you kidding me? So it was like, it's not like it was a huge fish that really belted him. No, somebody did not take an 80-pound mackerel and hit him in the face. It looks like a perch that somebody <laughs> threw and hit him in the face. And he decided to fly and after he, he saw it. And they carried him off on a stretcher. I can't. I'm watching it now. It's. Uh, Am I right, Ninja? Yeah, like he, he kicks, it comes in, and it barely grazes him. Like you can see it kind of run down his face, like past him. And he kind of looks down, and then he holds his face and just collapses. <laughs> I, you know, I love soccer. I I do. I really enjoy it. My son played all those years, and we didn't see flopping like that typically. I mean, there mm-hmm. were some. But um, we're going to the game at Lambeau Field on Saturday, and there better not be a lot of that crap because that is so annoying. Oh, geez. So annoying. I've never seen a bigger group of – got to be careful of the word I use. I get in trouble with. But just come on. Seriously? There's flopping in the NBA. You see a lot of flopping when somebody gets backed into and they flop down. But nothing like soccer. You would have thought that these people had their leg amputated (laughs) the way they flop around. And this guy, you got to watch his video because seriously, the thing barely touches him. And he has to be carted off on a stretcher. So annoying. I I just can't. Whatever. Whatever. All because of a little fish. Give me a break. 732, that is a look at your entertainment news today. And again, brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For- 
You remember that from 1987? Yeah. You played it. You played the piano. Used to play it on the piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to get you a keyboard. Yeah, I should really get back to playing again. It's been decades. <laughs> but you liked it, right? I loved it, and at the point at which I stopped, and I stopped because I moved away from home, right. and home is where the piano was. Um, yeah, I was pretty good. I was pretty good. Oh. And I really enjoyed playing like actual music. Like I played some Bon Jovi, I played Pink Floyd, I played Elton John, I played... Uh, you know, Stairway to Heaven was probably my favorite thing that I ever played, and that was long. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's really um, long. But Heart. Heart was another one. I really, really enjoyed it. See, that's another thing that you should be picking back up. I know. It's something that you love. You stopped doing it for various reasons. You raised a family, yada, yada, yada. Now it's time. It's your time now. Yep. Time to go back and grab a piano. Start playing it. You know how cheap you can get pianos for right now? I know. Go on Marketplace once. Yeah. Find a piano for probably 100 bucks. I know. I would probably go the keyboard route now, though. Sure. Just because pianos uh, are, uh, they take up a lot of space. They're very heavy. But what, that's what my wife likes about it. She likes having a stuff keeper. Oh, sure. You know, up on top, you can do that. I have enough stuff keepers. We had, we the, the very first piano we owned... Uh, we got out in Belfouche, South Dakota, and it was uh, from our church. Our church had like seven pianos, and they were trying to get rid of a bunch of them because they didn't need them anymore. They had them like in the church basement and all over the place. And so I think this piano was like 100 bucks. They're like just $100. And so we got this monstrosity dropped off at our house. Heavy. And it was a big upright. Mm -hmm. Well, eventually over the years, we downgraded to like a spinet style. Oh, so gotcha. a little easier to yeah, we had motor up, around. We had an upright when I was growing up. Yeah, jeez. Mm -hmm. huh? Wish I knew how to play. But again, as I've said before, and I'll say again, I have absolutely no mus musical ability. Zero. None. I wish it was different. No rhythm? No, I can't. I just can't do it. My family laughed at me when I was trying to do step aerobics on the Wii Fit because I couldn't, I couldn't stand step. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Like, I don't even know if I can believe that. I, okay. Uh, well, I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring either my youngest or my wife in, and you can ask them that question. Okay. And they'll just laugh. They won't even be able to tell. They won't even be able to talk to you. They'll just laugh. <laughs> That's what they will do. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great good news. That's good news. Great. <laughs> that is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right. So, what is what is a, a really good thing about clean energy? Well, climate, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're helping the climate. Mm -hmm. What if clean energy pays you enough money? To give people a raise that deserve a raise. Well, that would be a bonus. Yeah. Small town in rural Arkansas is using clean energy, and it's really paid off. Teachers have had it very hard, as it's a very challenging profession. Add in the fact that most are severely underpaid, and you've got a double whammy. Well, Batesville, Arkansas, installed 1,500 solar panels in and around the school. It saved them. You know, we, it's hard to get people off of oil and coal, especially some of the people that I know, because this is the way it's done. <laughs> you and, just but, made my microphone But fall. you know what? But you know what? <laughs> what? If you start telling them, uh, uh, if you start waving money in front of them, 
showing them how much money they could be making if they did it the other way, mm-hmm. they probably would change. And it happened in Arkansas because after they installed their 1,500 solar panels, they saved over $600,000 a year. Holy cow. That is not a number to sneeze at. No. Wow. $600,000 a year. The money has been funneled back to the teachers, leading to massive salary raises, allowing for better retention, better recruitment for quality teachers, and guess what? Clean energy is better because of the what it does for the environment. This is win, 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 win for everybody. Ooh, pay attention, school districts. Yeah, six hundred thousand wow. dollars a amazing. year. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's crazy. What do you got for us today? A Polish startup has designed an award-winning wind panel that can generate power as a compact, freestanding structure or as an enclosure. The device took second place and a prize of sixty-two thousand dollars in a competition for clean energy solutions organized by ING Polska Bank. Excuse me. The company panel. We outrui. Says overall energy production will be comparable to solar installations with the same capacity and will provide a return on investment within three to seven years. The device is expected to last for at least 50 years. Yes. That's a long time. 50 years. If used as a fence to enclose an area of 1,000 squared meters, the panels could generate 40 kilowatts. If placed along a one-kilometer stretch of motorway, capacity could reach 200 kilowatts. With energy prices soaring, about 70% of electricity coming from coal transforming Poland's energy sector has become more urgent. Exactly. They, they need to make a conversion. They do have to make a conversion. Again, wind. Right. Use. What's here? Use what's here. I, I saw I saw a picture of these these uh, what they're calling wind panels, mm-hmm. and basically it looks like a fence. It looks like a fence that has, um, if you can imagine, a round cylinder. So okay. think of think of a um, a foam roller that you'd use in yeah. the gym. It looks yeah. like that. These look like that, but they've got standing up, and... but but they've got fins on them. Okay, and they got a series of these, mm-hmm. right? So you can see through them a little bit, but it's a good. Kind of a fence. Mm-hmm. It's a good fence to sound barrier and whatever. The wind hits these things, and they all turn independently to the wind, and they produce electricity. Wow! Very, very, very smart. One last thing for you: um, the iconic grove of giant and ancient sequoia trees in California's Yosemite National Park is no longer under direct threat from wildfires. Oh, good. Uh, it took more than a lot of hard work by wild um, land far, uh, firefighters, though. They also got a shift in wind that projected that protected the majestic trees. Um, some of those trees are over 2,000 years old. They have done a lot from an ecology standpoint to try to keep everything away and keep everything clean. Mm-hmm. They got a little bit of luck, but now at least we know that those trees are protected. Wow. And probably will stay protected for a while. So that is definitely um, good news. So just quickly, we we went to California mm-hmm. in um, May, and we visited a forest. And I got to tell you, first of all, most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It was just so beautiful. But there were areas where you can tell, you could tell that had been affected by previous wildfires. 
Oh, absolutely. I still remember uh, back in 1982 when I went to my first radio job. My mom and dad in the in this in the family van drove me to Toma, and along I-94, there had been a massive fire that had decimated that entire area, and all those dead trees, burned up trees, were all still there. Mm-hmm. And I still remember that. And over the years of traveling on 94 out west, you've seen how growth has started again. Mm-hmm. And now you, can, you can't even recognize that there was ever a fire there. Sure. It's just uh, amazing what nature does. All right, let's check sports out. Sports, both Beaver Dam and Wapan American Legion baseball teams getting ready to host uh, regionals of this weekend. Nine minutes after eight o'clock. This is the 95X morning show. <laughs> we just had a really good yeah. laugh. Yeah, we had a very good laugh. Video that I showed Sherry that John Kraft and I, every once in a while, will decide just to pull up and watch. And I bet we've seen it a dozen times, but we still laugh hysterically. All you have to do is go to YouTube and type in Scott Sterling and uh, <laughs> laugh, get a good laugh out of it. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Hey, um, I know you're not a huge drinker. No. Um, was there ever a, a, a particular type of a cocktail that you liked? Yeah. Yeah, I was a Captain and Coke girl. Okay. All right. I know a lot of people, it's, it kind of sounds like an old person drink, but they came back um, years ago when Cosmos became really big. Martinis. Mm-hmm. There are people that love their martinis. There is a uh, brand new martini that you can buy now called a Veltini. Oh. And what's that? Well, it's uh, it's pretty filling. It's a cocktail made with Velveeta. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> No, that's seriously disgusting. You drink the Velveeta? It features Velveeta cheese-infused vodka, an uh, olive brine, and then dry vermouth. It's garnished with Velveeta-stuffed olives, Mm-mm. jumbo-sized Velveeta cheese shells, and there's a cheese drip around the rim of the glass. <clears throat> That's disgusting. Uh, no, there was not any part of that that sounded good. The The drink is available at select BLT steak restaurants for a limited time, but you can also make it your own. <clears throat> Gold Belly has $50 Veltini meal kits, complete with glass and shaker. Or if you're really, really ambitious, you can probably mm. DIY it with your own box of Velveeta. It's a Velveeta martini, Thomas. Oh, so, so is the cheese... On the rim of the glass? Yes, huh? yes. You got the Velveeta cheese on the rim of the glass. Well, that doesn't sound so bad for a Bloody Mary. Doesn't that sound pretty good, actually? To put I don't the cheese around the rim of the glass You put it around cheese, Mary? yeah, then you just add yeah, some more olives or things. But we're talking about a martini based around Velveeta cheese. And and we should, and yeah. as I mentioned, don't forget, it's Velveeta cheese-infused vodka. Oh, well, then you sold me on it. Yeah. Comes with an olive brine? Um, Velveeta stuffed olives, dry vermouth. That that's uh, good drinking right there. Hmm. I might pass on that one. Yeah. 
I would 1,000% pass. I know that uh, there's several of you on this program that are not big fans of Velveeta. Nope. I um, I am a fan of Velveeta in certain applications. Is it because no you like the meltiness of it? Yes. 100%. Certain applications. So besides for like a, a noodle dish, where else might you use Velveeta? Um, I'm glad you asked. Do you know, I'm going to give you a secret. That's why I asked. So I take Velveeta, cut it up and put it in a pan with jalapeno juice from a jar of jalapenos. Ooh. Okay. And I melt it, and it's the perfect consistency to pour on top of nachos. Oh. Plus, you get the hotness from the jalapeno juice. Yeah. So it makes it spicy. Oh, I like that. That sounds good, doesn't it? A little it? hot brine. Yeah. Yes. I have to say, it turns out very lovely. So try it. Don't. Would you try some of that, Cherry? No. You don't want to try my nachos? Maybe. Try Rick's nachos. Yeah, fine. You don't want to try my nachos? Whatever. Fine, I'll try your nachos. Yeah, try my nachos, then. I just, I'm I was, just not a big Velveeta person. There's like, but but like Thomas brought up, I mean, you, when you make mac and cheese with it, I it don't like makes, mac and cheese with Velveeta either. You can tell I the difference? I just don't like Velveeta. You can tell the difference? If I made mac and cheese yes. like without it and with yes. it, you'd be able to tell the difference? Yes. Thousand percent. Really? <clears throat> yes. So you've got, you've got a, oh, you've got a okay. Velveeta sensor. I do. It's a little alarm. Do, 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 do. Like, uh-uh, don't yeah. put that in your mouth. Um, it's still edible. Like, what's wrong with it? I just don't like it. Jeez, get off my case. Well, I'm not, I'm not, this is not even me on your case. This is me asking a civil question. I don't like it. I know. I, I, well, well, I re- now I'm on your case. What? Why don't you like it? Is it too what oily for you? What is there to say other than I don't too like it? Too much fat? Too much salt. Is that what it is? Too yellow There's for you? There's nothing cheese about it. What do you mean? It's got salt and it's got fat. What else is cheese? It's not cheese. It's got a, doesn't it? You know what? I don't think it starts off as cheese because you, you don't have to keep it refrigerated. Well, it's not sold refrigerated. No, it's not. It's on the shelf. A non perishable cheese product. Right. A lot of people can actually use that. How, where, what's your stance on You're cheese? So cheese what's, your, what's your stance on cheese whiz? Uh uh-uh. uh. No? Uh uh-uh. uh. What's your chance? What's your stance on. If you were to buy the nacho cheese stuff that comes in a jar like Tostito cells. Okay, Ooh. I like that. You like that? Like the queso? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Have you ever had the the canned yeah. cheese? Yeah. Mm, not great. Ooh, not yeah, great. Yeah. I think I know what I think I figured out what she likes. It's got to be in a bottle. Cheese in a bottle? Cheese in a bottle she likes. Cheese in a can she doesn't. She Do you like cheese squeeze? Cheese. <clears throat> cheese squeeze? What the heck yeah. is cheese squeeze? Well, it's just cheese in a bottle, and then you just whoosh, and you can put it on top of hot dogs or hamburgers. So, like, cheese whiz. But it's not, like, compressed. What? It's like a ketchup bottle, but with cheese. I don't think I'd like that either. Is that a real thing? I'm, I'm, I'm making it now. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't That's a good idea. It's catchy, right? No. Cheese squeeze? Or no, squeeze cheese? That sounds better. Squeeze cheese. Do you like string cheese? I love string cheese. All right. I like cheese. No, I know don't you like cheese. Don't get me wrong. No, you I like love it. cheese. It's just that you don't like Velveeta type of cheese right. product. It, thank you, because that's what it is. Cheese product. Oh, this is already a thing. Darn it. Squeezable cheddar cheese. Hi, hometown glass and improvement hotline. How can I help you? I'd like to be a part of the cheese talk. All right. Go ahead. So glad. I was just wondering how come you don't play that one cheese song anymore. 
Which one? <laughs> I love you more than squeaky cheese. Oh, oh, oh. That one. <laughs> what I don't know who does it. What are you talking about? I love you more than squeaky cheese. Oh, oh, That's oh. like a real song? Yeah, well, it's a play. It's a play. Oh, yeah, the, the, words, the words might not be right. I don't know. Just wait. He oh, found Yeah, I don't think I know that one. Oh. But thanks. Oh, oh I can't, I can't picture the song now. <laughs> what happened? Did you just hang up on him? <laughs> he totally just hung up on That me. was so rude. That was not, there was, it wasn't going anywhere. Song. It wasn't going anywhere, so I decided hey, to do something. We all some... know the longer we let him talk, the worse the conversation He was going for gets. the long joke here. <laughs> okay, yeah, bye. Yeah. Goodbye, Dan. Craig, do you know that song? I want my squeaky cheese. Oh, I love you more than destiny. Oh my gosh, it's like right in the tip of my I tongue. I have no idea what you're even talking about. Oh, oh wait, oh, Ninja, oh. Ninja. The lyrics are "I love you for infinity." Oh, that's infinity. Yeah. God. So there's not really a squeaky cheese song. No, it's it's one of those misheard oh, lyrics kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those kind it's of. It's like "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza. Uh, so, guys, you missed it earlier today. I want to replay it right now because I don't, I don't, I forgot this comedian's name, but he is now my official favorite comedian just because of this one stand up routine. Wake up with 95X. Kind of a picky eater, though, yeah. I have three categories of food foods I like, foods I don't like, but I understand why people like them. <laughs> then there are foods that baffle me. <laughs> Food I like. Let's pick an easy one. Pizza. Yum. Delicious. No need for further discussion. Second category. Sushi. Don't like it. I remember the one time I tried it 17 years ago at the Cincinnati airport. I did not enjoy it. No second chances for sushi. Third category. Foods that baffle me. Egg salad. If I'm in a diner and I see someone order egg salad, all I can think is, so you read all 75 pages of that menu? <laughs> and that's the item that popped? <laughs> oh, honey, I found it. Cold, smelly eggs. Smashed together with cold, awful mayonnaise. Also made with cold, smelly eggs. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. Mm. I'm sorry, but that is accurate. That, that is uh, 100% did, I, I mean, I 100% am behind exactly what he said. But, but egg salad, it's so good. I love egg salad. It's, we we it's, can have this conversation over and over again. It, yeah, it just, he's, love it. he's so right. It, they're, they're spoiled eggs and people are eating them. They're not spoiled, they're cooked. Yeah, they're not spoiled. Why, they, why smell, they? they smell like spoiled <laughs> eggs. Because egg, if you if you well, smell, smell like eggs, if you yeah, smell, they smell like eggs. No, if that's you what smell if you smell egg salad next to an egg that's rotting, they smell the same. Have you done this? I I I have. This is an experiment that I've done. So, like, they were doing the Pepsi challenge back in the 80s uh, right. with uh, uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi next to each other. You walked into some type of room somewhere, and there was a stinky, rotting egg, and there was an egg sandwich, and you had to use your nose to decipher which one was which. Yep, I could do it. Oh, I could do it. Hmm. Easily. If you do it right now, I could tell you which one is a, st- a stinky, rotting egg and egg salad. It'd be like, well, they're interchangeable, so we're good. Anybody got a rotting egg? 
Left mine at home. Yeah, no. yeah, left mine at home. Currently. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. At my disposal. Hey, I, I, something that's really fun that I want to remind everybody about is going to be going on this weekend, and I'm talking about live outdoor music at its finest. It's going on all summer long up at the Drunken Clam on Chief Kuno Trail. Uh, you're invited to join them for an unforgettable experience on beautiful Fox Lake. Coming up tomorrow night, July 22nd, it's One Lane Highway. They'll be featured from 5 until 9. And then on Saturday, it's Madison County. They're going to be performing live from 4 until 8. While you're there, enjoy some tasty drinks at the Drunken Clam. Walk next door and check out the amazing menu, of course, at the Shores. If you want to follow what they're going, what's going on with both places, you can follow the Drunken Clam and the Shores of Fox Lake Steakhouse on Facebook for their updates and all of their live events. But a couple of great bands that are Ooh, going to be providing yeah. with outdoor. Huge weekend. Going to be a big weekend. A lot of fun up at mm-hmm. uh, the Drunken Clam and over at the Shores. We're going to get uh, to with Jennifer, talk a little weather, and maybe play a game next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. It's the morning show. I listen every morning. Funny, upbeat. Much better than coffee. On 95X. Thank you for calling Ivan Technologies. We're not able to take your call right now, but we'd love to hear from you. Customer feedback is important to us. Thanks for holding here at Ivan Technologies. Jennifer joining us right now to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, it's just Thursday. And it's uh, sticky, icky weather for a lot of people around the United States of America right now. It is indeed, for sure. Yeah, a lot of sticky, icky weather out there. Well, we don't want all sticky, icky weather. We want to have some fun, too, right? Of course. All right, so let's have a little fun. Right now, it is time for everybody's favorite game. Three song collision. We take three songs. We dub them over the top of each other. You guys have to do your darndest to identify all three songs. I want to point out that last time we did this, everybody, everybody playing this game was part of the solution. Hmm. Hmm. Everybody either knew the artist, one of the artists, they knew the title of the song, Everybody was a contributor last time around. It was a great kumbaya moment. It was, Teamwork. It, it was wow. a great. It was a great kumbaya moment. So, are you guys ready? Sure. Here Ooh. it is. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Three song collision. Listen <coughs> carefully. Good love is hard to find. Tom Petty. No idea. Um, <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, you guys got you got lucky. You got lucky yeah. is correct. Tom Petty, you got lucky. Shadows Not, of the night. Shadows of the night. Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. You guys are. I don't even know if I know those songs. Oh yeah, oh, you got lucky, Jen, yesterday on uh, you know the Airbnb trivia. Yeah. 
Yeah, that means I have to suffer on this one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. We're going to make sure you know nothing this. today. That's right. <laughs> All right. So Shadows of the Night, you got Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. You picked that out right away. Uh, yes. Tom Petty, You Got Lucky is the name of the song. Wichita Lineman. And mm. Wichita Lineman is, again, not correct. All right. One more time. Listen carefully. We're listening for the third song now. I cannot pull a third oh. song out of there. I feel there. like there's a Soundgarden song or like a Seattle kind of no. crooner in there. No. no. Very rec- a very recognizable male vocalist voice. Um, that'll give Mike Bublé. <laughs> that is no longer singing. Sound like Chris Cornell. No longer singing or no longer alive? Oh, they listen. No longer singing. Still alive. So it's uh, the guy Phil from Collins? that... Um... No, it's not Phil Collins. It is a band that is still performing. It's just that he's not singing. Steve Perry. Journey. Really? Journey was in there? Yep. I didn't hear Journey. Loving, touching, Squeezing. I love that song, but I could not pick yeah. that out of I there. Think, I, I can't hear it. And I huh. think, and I think the reason you can't is I think somehow for some reason the uh, Tom Petty song overlays it perfectly. Well, and I can't hear anything but Pat Benatar. Like that song really stood out a lot in there. Yeah, it I, did. Yeah, and the I Tom felt, Petty stuff really popped out at the end. Yeah, I felt like I really heard three distinct songs in there. So it's so weird that I. I'm not hearing that one at all. Yeah, crazy. I don't know me either because yeah. I know job. that song really well. I know that was a very tough one, but good job right off the top, guys, getting those first two songs. So, way to go! Hey. All right, Jennifer, are you ready to uh, talk a little South Central Wisconsin weather for us then? Yes, indeed. So it looks like today we can expect to see maybe a few spotty areas of light rain showers coming in a little later this morning. Nothing too thrilling with that, just a slight chance for an isolated shower coming in. Otherwise, a blend of clouds and sunshine early on, then sunny skies for the afternoon. Highs getting up right around about the uh, upper 80s, and then for tonight, mostly clear, low near 60. For your Friday, we do have a chance for some uh, slight chance for some rain showers coming in in the evening hours, but during the day, mostly sunny skies, high around about 87. 90 degrees to start off the weekend Saturday, chance for showers and thunderstorms. Sunday, still a chance for some rain showers, a drop in temperatures by about 10 degrees, high around 80. And then on Monday, actually, our coolest day this forecast, sunshine high around 78. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. You know, this music uh, we've talked about before, how it can work for so many different things. Wouldn't this be a perfect music bed to play in the background if Thomas shaves off a mustache? <laughs> it's not sad enough for that. <laughs> More bassoon. I need to hear sobbing in the background. <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys, as we get to our first random fact, we're actually going to play a game with our first random fact. Oh. And this is where I need you guys to be creative. 
All right. Nobody can Google the answer. I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a question right now. Come to you, and you guys got to give me a quick answer of how you think the name came about. All right. <clears throat> how did the Sharp Electronics Company get its name? Thomas. Uh, they were making something new, and some guy cut his hand on. He's like, "Ah, that's really sharp." But dang, this is some really nice electronics. All right. There's Thomas's Ninja. How about yours? I'm hoping it's some sort of uh, acronym for something. Okay, that's kind of boring. Uh, Jennifer, how about you? <laughs> I was, well, I was going kind of around the same route as Thomas, but uh, they created some sort of weapon that they didn't mean to, and it was Ooh. just like, mm, that's sharp. Okay, all right. Craig, what do you think, th- Sharp, how they got their name? It's the owner of the company's last name. It's the owner of the company's last name, and Sherry. My initial thought takes me down the road of sharp cheddar cheese. Um, (laughs) Perhaps a favorite food. (laughs) Great guesses by everybody, except Ninja. Um, You're welcome. By the way, Jennifer probably would be the closest because the the, uh, Sharp Electronics Company got its name because the founder, before he invented Sharp Electronics stuff... He invented the ever-ready, sharp, mechanical pencil. Oh. Those can do some damage. Yeah. You yeah, can stab can. somebody with Okay. Those. I see the parallels here. Yeah. Mechanical pencil. <laughs> a mechanical pencil. I mean, it's the kind pen of is mightier than the sword, so the pencil might be as well. Right. Mm. Ninja redeems himself with that. So it's not cheese-related. It's not cheese-related. <laughs> That's unfortunate. By the way, yeah, uh, you guys missed out on the that. fact, uh, Craig, that we were talking about the vel- Velvetini. Velvetini. Yeah, that's a new hot new drink. It's made with uh-huh. Velveeta. Uh. And it's a martini. <laughs> and it's a martini. Uh, there is alcohol in it, though. There is. There is uh, Velveeta cheese-infused vodka, and then they put a dribbling of Velveeta around the rim, oh. along with uh, Velveeta-stuffed mm. olives. Nothing like a dribbling of cheese. Oh. Um. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I dare you to walk in. Especially when you put it that way. I dare you to walk into the Thirsty Beaver and ask for one of those. That's right. I'll I'd have try. a Velveteeny. Um, ah. All right. Random fact number two. Thomas Edison predicted in 1894 that it would be scientifically impossible for someone to ever make a phone crawl across the Atlantic Ocean. Ah. It was actually possible. And it happened for the first time in what year? 19... When did, did you did you start uh, the year? Uh, no, the, the, the year that 36. he said he said was uh, eighteen ninety four, but eventually we did make a phone call over the uh-huh. Atlantic Ocean. I'm saying, what year did that happen? Right, so I just wanted a starting point. What did you say, Ninja? Nineteen oh one. Nineteen oh one, Craig. Nineteen forty three. Nineteen forty three, Sherry. I don't know. Nineteen thirteen. And Thomas. Nineteen nineteen. And last but not least, Jennifer. 1895. It was actually, Thomas, you were closest, I believe. The year was 1927. Oh. 1927 was the the time after. So that would have been, what, uh, 30-some years after Thomas Edison said that. Suck it, Edison. Um, Right. Right. Random fact number three. Every single odd number has the letter E in it when you spell it out. Huh. One, three, five. Seven. Yeah. Wow. That's Nine, incredible. That's 11, incredible. 13, 15, 
19. Yeah. How about uh, 300? Oh, you already have ease. Yeah. Three, oh, yeah, I do. Oh, darn. All right. Huh. Uh, Duke University, a random fact number four. Duke University is named after James Buchanan Duke. He is the guy responsible for creating the modern cigarette. Uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, Way to go. That's something yeah. I'd want to be known for. Yeah. And random fact number five, the term smart aleck comes from a pimp named Alec Hogue from New York City in the nineteen in the eighteen forties. False. That is, oh, is that true? That's true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Wait, true or false for a second. <laughs> you thought we were playing true or yeah. false. No. It is actually true. Wow. A pimp got a phrase named That's after That's like one of my parents' like favorite phrase like terms. Um, like English terms because it's not it doesn't exist in the Polish language and so I remember growing up I was like oh don't be a smart aleck and whatever <laughs> really like, mm-hmm. hmm. but but I thought I, you were going to say pimp <laughs> <laughs> pimps yes pimps all, the, all of them yeah that's one of uh, uh, Jennifer's parents favorite words to use is the word pimp <laughs> you're <laughs> such a pimp that's right <laughs> <laughs> what they said to us when we were younger oh, man. Jennifer I'll try to uh, get that uh, little thing dubbed out for you today okay yes thanks very much appreciate it all right so uh, did you tell them today that you used the phrase? I did. Yes, I did. They said they were trying to listen in, but all they could hear was the uh, Price is Right music, so. Uh, I so, because of all the audio issues we're having. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we had, we had a ton of uh, issues yesterday, and streaming mm-hmm. ended up being one of them with the problems that we had with the power going out yesterday. Aww. So sorry yeah, about that, Jennifer. That's right. They did say that they want to talk to you guys and start a dialogue. Oh, um, what, I don't know if it's something you're interested yeah. in, but that's what they said they want to do. What what radio station are they? Where are they? Uh, they're in Pipestone, Minnesota. <laughs> Pipestone? Well, pi- Pipestone. 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 Oh. What's mm-hmm. the population? 12? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pipestone. Pipestone, you Minnesota. And they want to have a conversation with us. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I don't think we I don't think we have to be we can't I mean, I don't want to right away drop on them that we just won you know, small market show of the year. In the state of <laughs> I don't want to scare them off or anything like that. They might be intimidated. Right. They probably would yeah. be intimidated. We start talking to them about twaddles and stuff like that. And all of oh, a sudden, yeah. and the rest is history. All right. Well, Jennifer, we'll see if we can maybe come up, come to terms on that and get together and uh, somehow you know make that happen. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Bye. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. So they want to have a conversation with us. What do you guys think about, uh, like, on a regular basis, talking to Pipestone, Minnesota? <laughs> Are we going to need, like, a translator or anything? Yeah, yeah. they're over there in Uper country. If they bring a hot dish, I'm game. <laughs> yeah. Good call. A little Ludafisk and Levita and Velveeta. I casseroles. I don't do hot dishes. Oh. Okay. We could have a problem then. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. Wait, do we know their call sign? No, but I'm sure... Look it up, Thomas. Look it up. Just There's look. like multiple stations. There is. One of them being True Oldies, 98.7, whatever that means. What, and what are the other ones? I don't know, There's like a Christian rock station and a I don't college think radio it. station. Yeah, I don't think... Okay, it's not the Christian rock Please. and it's not the college radio station. Please be the Christian okay. rock station. <laughs> I need another reason to go to hell. <laughs> That's fair. I could not see that happening. Because remember what she talked about, uh, this coming weekend is what, Sexy Grandma Day or something like that? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's that one. Yeah, I don't think it's Brown Chicken Brown Cow. I don't think it's the Christian Rock Station. Brown Grandma no, Brown. Three John Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. Weather was... 
95X. We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. Craig Warmbold has a look at news today. A Wapan man convicted of killing his grandmother sentenced yesterday to 13 and a half years in prison, placed on extended supervision for seven and a half years. Gregory Spatel beat Carol Foreman, who was found in his basement with serious head injuries in August of 2019. The 75-year-old died four days later. Multi-county pursuit ended in Dodge County, resulting in significant numbers of drugs being seized. The 14-mile chase began in Winnebago County, South down I-41 into Fond du Lac County ended after the 28-year-old Racine man crashed near Quad Graphics in Lamira. He was found hiding in some tall grass and arrested. Seized during the incident, a loaded handgun, a digital scale, 2,500 counterfeit oxycodone pills laced with fentanyl, and three bags of suspected cocaine weighing 84 grams. Fond du Lac County prosecutors charging two men who allegedly made a homemade bomb that exploded in a residential mailbox. State transportation officials reminding motorists that portions of eastbound and westbound lanes of Highway 23 in Fond du Lac will be closed for five days starting today. And there was a debate last night at the Beaverdam Veterans Center in the contested race for Dodge County Sheriff before a packed house. Incumbent Sheriff Dale Schmidt and challenger Mark Kulker fielded questions from the media, each other, and the community. Topics ranged from school safety, crisis intervention training, and the sheriff's role in reducing recidivism rates. The primary election, August 9th, and barring a write-in vote... It'll pretty much determine who the next Dodge County Sheriff will be. You'll be able to find audio and video of last night's debate at DailyDodge.com on today's community comment program over on WBEV. The first of two one-on-one interviews with those candidates. Mark Kolker sits down with us today. And uh, the incumbent, Dale Schmidt, will be on tomorrow's program. I'm Craig Warmbold, reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And, Craig, I just want to remind everybody that I wrote what I brought up to Justin early this morning. Uh, do not put me in as a write-in candidate again. Okay, okay. Uh, I just, I, oh, I'm, I'm, I will not, I will not be able. You to almost serve. won last election. I will not be able to serve. I don't think the voters uh, like a sheriff uh, that carries a uh, squirt gun. So uh, that might not be. Oh, I don't carry a squirt gun. Oh, okay. I, mine's a super soaker. Oh, well, you know, oh, yeah, you can, don't go calling it sure. a squirt gun, Craig. That's, that's true. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. come on, man. I've gone, I've gone a little newer than a. <laughs> old Luger squirt gun like I had. It's a high-velocity water rifle. That's right, yeah. exactly. You know, I've, And I've decided I'm going to be, if I would run, it would be as an independent. Oh, okay. All right, it's good to know. So what would actually happen in the hypothetical scenario, Craig, if a write-in candidate like Rick actually won? Would he be forced to serve? Could he, like, refuse? Yeah, a write-in candidate can absolutely refuse. Um, it's what the people wanted, though. You know, I'd, I'd have to check some of the numbers, but I, I'm pretty sure the race is such that it, uh, you would have to declare your write-in candidacy, uh, so it would be known oh, going in who, okay. the, uh, who the candidate and that uh, candidate was intending to run in that particular race as a write-in. Okay. According right. to the Elections Commission, though, again, the information's not in front of me that, you know, in smaller races that doesn't necessarily apply, but in bigger races, probably like the Sheriff's Department, I think that would apply. So you'd have to huh. declare, but that would, that would you would not need to get signatures as a write-in, right? Uh, again, it's been a while since we've gone through this, but I don't think so. I think you would just have to fill out the paperwork declaring that you're a writing candidate. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I'm not, though. Okay, just so you know. Just, that, right. That's why I'm discouraging people right now to not, to not write my yeah, name in for it's this. Good, it's a good idea. 
You know, I get written in for a lot of different positions, and this is just one that I don't think I want to be part of. Uh, I don't. I don't I, want to be I, any involved I, I, in any positions with you. Right? I respect. I respect the sheriff's department. I respect law enforcement so much that I just do not want to be, uh, as uh, as John McClain said, a fly in the ointment. Yeah. I don't want to be that. It's it's very. Don't big worry. Of you. I, I don't think you're going to be close to that. All right. Good deal. I'm just glad we got that out. <laughs> Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. Okay, let's take care of some business. Thomas. Taking care of some business. Uh, 356 BCE, the Temple of Artemis. Uh, one of the seven wonders of the world was destroyed by arson. Really? So, yeah. So does that mean there's actually only six wonders of the world? Well, I don't know who initially said there was only seven, but right. I don't think they've updated that list. No, that list time. has never been updated. Like uh, a rotating list? Well, there was. you had the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Stonehenge. No, I don't think so. Stonehenge and um, the U.S. Chichen-Itsu. The U.S. border wall. That's that's one of the <laughs> seven wonders. <laughs> Unless my history uh, fails me. Uh, Willis Carrier showed off his air conditioning concept in Buffalo, New York, 1902. Oh, An incredible invention! So was it just a fan blowing on an ice cube, or I, maybe essentially? Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else you start. Uh, 1925 in Dayton, Tennessee, high school biology teacher John T. Scopes found guilty of teaching mm. evolution in class. Scopes monkey oh, trial. Oh, you guilty man, you. He was fined $100. Can't was later overturned. Ugh. Lies and slander. The world's lowest temperature in an inhabited location was recorded at the Vostok Station in Antarctica in 1983. Negative. 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. That's... And that was in the shade. Mind-boggling. Yeah, that was in the shade. Jeez. And uh, finally, 2012, Erden Yurk completed the first solo human-powered circumnavigation of the world via several boats. Oh. Boats. Nice. And that's what's happened that's in history. Let's oh. move to celebrity birthdays. Our first one, 1951, he passed in 2014. Robin Williams. Uh, oh, yeah. Incredible. Still bummed about that. Everything you that did. Sucked. Great stand-up, great TV shows, movies. He's all, He'll always be Mark to me. Hmm. Do you have Real, a pair oh, of those suspenders? I don't. I did. Did you? Yes. I, I did. you got to remember, that came out in like... The late 70s? Yeah. And I remember going to Marriott's Great America <laughs> wearing those suspenders back about 1978, 79. Marriott's Perfect. Great America. Back when it was Marriott's Great America. Rory Culkin, Macaulay's more talented younger brother, is 33. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't done anything in a while, Kieran, so you can't really is compare Kieran it to older anything. Than Macaulay? I think he's younger. He's younger. Because you, yeah, you remember, yeah. he played his little cousin in Home, Home Alone. That's yeah. right, with the big glasses. Right. right. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Remember him? Yeah, he was in... Um, <laughs> he's 44 today. He was, he was in uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, wasn't he? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Black Hawk Down, Sin City. Yep. 
Then he dropped oh. off the dropped off the map a little bit. Yeah, kind he of started just... Penny Dreadful, but yeah, he's just kind of quiet. Did right. Penny Dreadful just peter out? That didn't really go. Anywhere, I think it was only it? three seasons. Oh, okay. It's still really solid. Is it? I enjoyed it a okay. lot. Yeah. Uh, the- Alan Landry, Miss USA, 1996, and star of the old Doritos commercials, is 49. Her She's, name is Alan? No, it's Allie. Allie. Oh. Allie Landry. Oh, okay. Wasn't that the one that, wasn't she engaged to get married to Mario Lopez? And then Mario Lopez uh, made it with a stripper at his bachelor party? Like, as in, made it with her? Uh, that is correct. And then uh, she found out about the fact that he slept with a stripper, and that ended their relationship. Yeah. Hmm. Don't sleep with strippers. Right. If you have a wife, I guess. Yeah. Planning on marrying somebody. Uh, otherwise, yeah, go for it. Uh, John Lovitz, 65, comedic genius. Uh, Cat Stevens and Yusuf Islam, 74 yep. today. Yeah. Gary Trudeau, the Doonesbury cartoonist, yeah. 74. Janet Reno, first woman to serve as Attorney General, born in 1938. Don Knotts, 1924. Oh. And Ernest Hemingway, 1899. Didn't Will Ferrell play... Well, Janet Reno. Will Ferrell did a better Janet Reno <laughs> than Janet, Janet Reno. Reno. <laughs> By the way, Craig, you uh, asked the question. Here it is. Uh, the, the original Seven Wonders of the World were the Great Pyramid of Giza in Egypt, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia. That was the where he was standing and the ships would sail under yeah, him. Yeah. The Temple of Artemis at Ephesia, the Mausoleum of Halicarnassus. The Colossus of Rhodes, the Lighthouse of Alexandria, those were your seven original wonders of the world. Now, the list technically has been updated, and um, I think the Great Wall of China, the Taj Mahal, um, Petra of Jordan, the Colosseum in Rome, Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro, Chichen Itzu in Mexico, mm-hmm. and then is it Maca Picchu? In Michael Peru? Yeah. yeah. Those are apparently the new seven wonders oh, of the okay. world. All right. So, well, there you I have feel it. like we could just throw an eighth one in there. Why does it have to be seven? Right. Everything is a top ten list. Why do we cap it at seven? Right. I think uh, maybe... Uh, the top ten wonders of the world. Okay, so if you were to take a wonder of the world from the United States of America, what would it be? Because, I mean, the Grand Canyon is something that is a wonder of the world, but that was not man-made. Right. What about, what about the, the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, well, yeah, there are other bridges. It just seems like a well-known bridge. Okay, um, yeah, and I wouldn't go with Mount Rushmore because I every I've never seen it, but everybody I've ever seen talked to that's seen it is like, hey, it's underwhelming. Uh, it's cool to see, but I don't, I don't you know. You can't get it, close enough. To is it. there is there any nominations then from the from this the the new world that we would submit? I mean, I think the Sears Tower maybe until Dubai came the along. Sears Tower. No, I mean, at least it was the tallest building in the world. Right. The Statue of Liberty. Oh, you know what? How about how about um, the Sault Ste. Marie Locks, or how about Panama Canal? Yeah. I mean, that, I think Panama Canal or Suez Canal should be a wonder uh, of the world. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Panama Canal would be a big one, right? Because of I mean, what it? You think about the work that went into it. But then again, what do I know? All right, we do have our final kick in at Classic coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music.